0: welcome to the winner's guide to losing football bets I am your host Paul joining me this week is Dan good evening Adam hello and Aaron
1: I am terrible at this
0: <laughs> not as terrible as the rest of us as I'm about to explain oh very exciting yeah before we uh, get into this week's games I am going to I'd like to cover how we are all doing with our picks so far interesting Aaron has the most correct picks on the season with 42. Yeah, most of those were the first week, though. First two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Dan, yeah, you hit uh, 11 both weeks. Yeah. So you started off strong and tapered off a little bit, but you're still holding on. Adam is 10% below Aaron with 35 correct picks. Wait, you're telling me that there are people below me. There are two people below <laughs> <you. laughs> me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are tied at 34, Dan and I. So we're not too far behind, but... Yeah, Aaron did start out hot, hitting 73% of her picks in the first two weeks. Uh, but she has slid back down to the re- rest of us. But we have been fairly consistent, getting either 6, 7, or 8 every week, aside from a 3 from Dan in Week 2. In games we all agreed upon, we have gone 11-13. and 13. So that's, not, that's great. not good. No, that's not good at all. Going against the grain... Aaron has the best record at seven and four. However, coming into last week, she was seven and one and took three to the chin, thanks to the Titans, Rams, and Cowboys. Paul and Dan are both even in there against the grain picks. Dan going five and five, and I'm going three and three. And Adam is your winner at losing against the grain so far with a four and seven record. Picking games involving AFC teams, Adam is in first Ooh. with 44 correct picks followed by Aaron at 43, Paul at 40, and Dan at 37. And then NFC teams, we are far worse. (laughs) Aaron has 39, Dan 34, Paul 33, and Adam 28. There it is. These numbers are skewed as more NFC teams have played Thursday night games, which we obviously don't pick. And then I'm just gonna go down and just name the teams that we're good at picking and bad at picking. These are games we've only lost one or zero times or we've only won one or zero times. Paul, the good, Miami, New England, Indianapolis, New York Giants, Philadelphia, and the Carolina Panthers. The bad, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Washington, and every team in the NFC North. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, the good, Miami, New England, Tennessee, Denver, the Chargers from San Diego, Minnesota, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Seattle. The bad, Buffalo, Baltimore, Cleveland, Houston, Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, and Arizona, who you are 0 5 in their games. <laughs> wow. Adam, the good. Could
2: be 0 6.
0: <laughs> Adam's good, New York Jets, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Kansas City, and only one NFC team, the New York Giants. The bad, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Detroit, Green Bay, Every team in the NFC South except Carolina and Seattle. Aaron, the good, Miami, New England, every team in the AFC West, New York Giants, every team in the NFC North except Green Bay.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Seattle. The bad, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Houston, Philadelphia, Washington, Green Bay, Arizona, and the Los Angeles Rams. The most impressive person picking a team is Adam. Mm-hmm. Picking the Jets as he is 5-0, and but they are only 3-2 and against the spread, so you had to know which ones to bet for them and bet against them. Uh, conversely, Aaron is 0-5 in Baltimore Raven games as they are 2-3 and against the spread, so you've just been unlucky there.
3: They won't be consistent. And for the gamblers out there, I'm going
0: against the Jets this week. Ooh, spoiler alert. There we go. A little uh, preview there. All right, let's look at the Thursday night game. Denver Broncos at Kansas City. I am sorry for anyone who watched this game, and I don't mind when players have celebrity partners show up to games, but if someone can please explain to Taylor Swift, you don't need to celebrate like a fucking lunatic on a first down catch in the second quarter. That would be great.
2: I didn't watch this game. I think I saw the final score, which was pretty much what I expected, except uh, I guess Kansas City kicked a field goal at the end to Um, destroy my eight point. Destroy the uh, A point. But uh, that's why I don't choose Thursday night games. You don't know what's going to happen.
0: I shouldn't pick any games. No, stuff. None, of should, <laughs> really.
2: none of us should, really. None If anyone's listening, don't listen to us. No, don't. But subscribe. That's all I have.
3: I, I also didn't really watch this game. Uh, it was on. I was not paying attention. I had no interest in it. Uh, I can tell you the Chiefs seemed a little lackluster to me. I can't even remember at this moment what the final score was and who covered. Um, somebody could fill me in. Maybe I have some comments on that. But 19-8. Um, to 8, Yeah, Kansas Chiefs City covered won.
1: with the last-minute field goal. Uh, hmm. That's right.
3: I do remember that. Was it 10
2: and a half? Wait, it I have it right in front of me. 10 and here, and a half. hang on. Uh, and
1: they won by 11. Yep.
3: I mean, good for whoever writes these... Uh, Odds, but I I would say Chiefs versus Broncos. It should have been a blowout, but you know this is how gambling works. And whoever whoever picked ten and a half
0: is the spread. Good good on you because it was eleven.
1: I nothing. Yeah,
0: I will say I have not been impressed with Kansas City this week or this season. I felt Denver was at least putting up competent amount of points, and so I felt the ten and a half was a reach. But, yeah, that's why I'm the biggest loser. I wonder
3: if, uh, like, you know, Chiefs seem like they should be doing better than they are. And I don't know if it's because I'm remembering last season or – I don't know why I think that. But I see the Chiefs, and I expect them to put up higher numbers than they do, and then they generally fail to meet my expectations.
0: Their receiving group outside of Travis Kelsey has been hit and miss. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think if they really want to put themselves out as, um, you know, really dominant in the AFC, they should have gone in Thursday night. It was a home game for them. Mm -hmm. This should not have been close. I mean, it was 11 points in the NFL. That's considered not close. But for these two teams, I mean, Kansas City should have won by
0: two touchdowns, minimum.
2: Which still would have meant Paul would have. Yeah, no.
0: But, I mean, at least, like, blow me out. Like, if I'm going to lose the game, you know, just make it a a decisive, like, kicking a field goal in the last couple of minutes, just...
1: Better than sliding at the end and not covering. (laughs) No. All
0: right. San Francisco at Cleveland. Dan.
2: Uh, The 49ers are going to win this game. I don't know why this is a a six-and-a-half-point spread. The Niners' closest win was a seven-point win over the Sean McVay-led Rams, and they had to kick a last-second field goal to make it that that much. I'm sure Sean McVay won a lot of money on his parlay that week. I understand the Cleveland defense is currently rated number one after the 49ers knocked the previous number one down to number eight in one game (laughs) last week. The other thing to point out is that Deshaun Watson is not playing. P.J. Walker of uh, the Carolina Panthers fame, I believe, he played some games there, Mm -hmm. is going to start this game. Uh, The only way this is close is if the Niners look past it, and I think they're focused on this season, and they don't just want to win games. They want to make statements with every game. This is going to be 14 points at least.
3: I disagree a little bit, and here's what. 49ers are the second-best offense in the league. The Browns are the best defense in the league. However, the Browns' offense is the second-slowest in the league to get, to get the ball in the air. This comes down to how good is the 49ers' defense. If they can keep the pressure on the quarterback, then... Ultimately, they're going to win, but I don't think it's going to be the blowout that Dan thinks it is. I do think 49ers are going to win, but it's going to be a smaller margin. Uh, Six and a half points is a big ask. So I'm going to say 49ers win, but Cleveland covers.
1: Okay, I was wrong last week. The Cowboys (laughs) were no match for the 49ers. Are the Browns? They've had a couple decent wins, and they're at home. But my math has the Niners winning by 15, so I think 7 is reasonable. I've got the Niners.
0: Yeah, so last week Dan called Brock Purdy Dr. Purdy because of how surgical he is. And he will need to be again because this will be the soundest defense San Francisco has played this season and might face a little bit of travel fatigue after having played four straight home games, thanks to L.A. One of the big talking points going into the Arizona game was leaving points on the field meaning settling for too many field goals. Through the first three games, San Francisco had nine touchdowns and nine field goals. It was a nice problem to have, but it seems they have rectified that, scoring 11 touchdowns and zero field goal attempts. They are now at a point where they are are not settling. I do see the Cleveland defense holding a few drives to field goal attempts, but the Cleveland offense won't be able to move the football, and even if it's close late in the third quarter, San Francisco will easily pull away at the end and cover.
2: Yeah, I think the only way that uh, Cleveland backdoor covers this is uh, with multiple Sam Darnold interceptions because we put him in to start the
0: second half.
1: <laughs>
0: and Nevada alum Joel Batonio will not be playing in this game either. So that's uh, offensive lineman right there. So when you're talking about QB pressure, that could be a...
2: I think I saw, like, aren't three of their starting offensive linemen out? Like, they're starters from the the beginning of the season. I don't know how long they've been out, but...
0: It might be, yeah.
2: I think I saw that they listed three offensive linemen that would not be playing in this game. I don't know if if
0: outside of the toadio if any of them were actually starters or they were just part of the rotation. The only thing that keeps Cleveland in this is San Francisco turning over the football. I just don't see Cleveland marching down the field. New England at Las Vegas. Adam. All right, you picked the
3: most boring game of the week for us to do analysis on. I don't know what we're going for here, but this is going to be the worst. Um, First of all, it's not going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to come down to a field goal most likely. And because of that, even with a loss, I think the Patriots have a better shot at covering based on the three-and-a-half-point spread. So I'm going to go with the Patriots.
1: Let's see. The Patriots have only managed to beat the Jets, and the Raiders have only managed to beat the Broncos and the Packers. To me, like Adam says, that suggests a close game here. My math has the Raiders winning by eight, but they've never won a game by eight. Uh, I say this one's going to be close either way. I've got the Patriots.
0: I can't help but enjoy how bad the Patriots are, not just because I'm sick of seeing them win, but we're beginning to see a side of Belichick that we never saw when he had Tom Brady which is a complete misunderstanding of how to coach a team shortly after getting their doors blown off against new orleans bill mentioned things would be changing then two days later said just the opposite nothing's changing i'm not a huge fan of what las vegas brings to the table and the three and a half does worry me but the vegas defense has been surprisingly robust lately taking the raiders
2: yeah i am going with the raiders here it's a home game for them Patriots have scored a total of three points the last two weeks. I don't know what they're doing up there, but it is just—it's nice tasting the Patriot fans' tears <laughs> because they—they've got a whole generation of fans that never have known losing, yeah. and they're annoying as fuck. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, taking the Raiders;
0: they're going to win. Detroit at Tampa Bay, Aaron.
1: Alright, the Lions are clearly the best team in the NFC North somehow, despite never having won a game. But the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC South due to not being able to lose last week. My math has the Lions only winning by four, so it's tempting to pick the Bucks here because I think that Baker Mayfield kids got something, but I don't think they're going to make it happen this week. I've got the Lions.
0: Detroit has been finding ways to win despite missing players each week, but someone seems to step up when it counts the most. Both Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta may not play in this, but Amon St. brown will be back. Baker Mayfield has been a nice story. He's been efficient and hasn't turned the ball over a lot, but I still doubt his ability to lead this team when he's needed to guide them to a win. I'm taking Detroit.
2: The Lions have been a, a nice story this year, and I, I can get behind them because they have been so bad for so long. People are starting to talk about them in the top 516 in the, in the NFC or potentially the league overall and this is a type of game if you want to be in that conversation then you go on the road and you take care of business it's as simple as that that's what Dan Campbell needs to do with his Lions and I think he's the coach that's going to get them fired up to do it I'm going with the Lions to win by 4 plus over the uh, Maker Bayfield led Bucks. Yeah, that's them
3: uh, looks like I'm a w- lone wolf here on this
1: one. Oh! Ooh. Uh,
3: first of all, the Lions are on fire. I'm not going to deny that. Uh, this week, they face a very tough Tampa Bay defense. The Lions are 4-1 and one against the spread this season. So I think, based on that, they're a little bit overvalued. And at 3 and a half,
0: I'm going to go with the Bucks, The New York Giants at the Buffalo Bills. The 1-4 New York Giants... The 0-5 against the spread New York Giants. The fourth time in six weeks on (laughs) primetime. New York football Giants. This is embarrassing. The NFL should be embarrassed. The New York Giants are one of the worst teams, not just from a skill and coaching perspective, but from an entertainment value. Give me the Bears and Justin Field. Give me Carolina and Bryce Young, as bad as he's been. Last year, I mentioned date night worthy games in which you could gain a little equity with your partner and take them out to a nice dinner in a restaurant without TVs. This is one of those games Bills win and cover.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, totally with you Paul. I don't understand how the Giants, I I know how the Giants got so many primetime games and I understand that they can't get out of those early in the season once they realize a team that they chose for all those games suck. This is a big spread 14 and a half. I am not scared of that. The Bills are going to cover the 14-and-a-half spread. I was a little hesitant, actually, when I found out Tyrod Taylor was going to be starting because he actually has shown some talent above and beyond what Daniel Jones has shown recently. He was on the Bills. They are familiar with him. I think there may be a spark early in the game, but the Bills are going to do what... They're going to be angry coming off that Jaguars loss last week. This is a home game for the Bills, and they are going to come out and curb stomp the Giants. It's not going to be pretty, and I'm not even going to watch it. I have no plans to watch it. I'm going to be watching YouTube because that's going to be far more interesting. Maybe even
3: a Naked Attraction episode. Yeah, The Giants are no match for the Bills. The Bills, I feel, in this game are going to be able to pick their score. The Giants' defense is not going to be able to contain them. The Bills' defense is number one in sacks, they're going to keep the pressure on the giants offense. It's going to be frustrating for the giants and if you're a bills fan, this is just going to be fun to watch. The Bills are going to cover 14 and a half.
1: The Bills are shaken up after losing in London to the Jaguars. They're going to bounce back by scoring 117 points against the Giants. <laughs> the Giants are shaken up after losing by an average of 18 points the first 5 weeks. They're going to respond by giving up 117 points to the Bills. My math says the Bills are only going to win by 34, but trust me, 117. (laughs) Bills. Yeah,
3: I will be watching this game if only on Red Zone to see the Bills scoring. Sunday, all Sunday, the time. Sunday night football. football. We'll watch oh, the game. Oh well, Sunday night football. We're just going to watch the game. <laughs> right, yeah. What else Why? we got to do? Because it's Sunday Stephon? night. Uh, no, there's not. No. What, what else are you going to do? Grab a whiskey,
2: sit down, watch the to
3: touchdown after he, he doesn't after have touchdown. TiVo. He
1: can't <laughs> fast forward through the commercials like we do.
2: Oh, I can't. Okay. I I got to put it on live. Then we're do it live. We'll Do, we'll it, we'll live. do it live.
1: This fucking thing sucks.
2: That's what it would be like watching that game if you're a Giants fan.
0: Right? Dallas at the Chargers from San Diego. (coughs) Damn. (laughs) I've decided I'm not going to call them the San Diego Chargers anymore. I'm just going to go to the Chargers
3: from San Diego. Diego. I can get behind that. Sure.
2: I think that the Cowboys are going to be riled up over their loss. I'm sorry. Butt whooping (coughs) that the 49ers gave them last Sunday. They've got an extra day to, uh, you know, wallow in their sadness over realizing that they are not the team that they thought they were. They're going to come out mad. And their former offensive coordinator, Kellen Winslow, who, like Kyle Shanahan, yeah, (coughs) Kellen Winslow, Kellen Moore, who, like Kyle Shanahan, might have a little insight into how to attack this Cowboys offense. Chargers have the offensive weapons to do that. I don't know that their defense can stand up to the mediocre Dallas Cowboys offense. I circled the Chargers uh, for some reason just out of hope and praying because I think it would be fantastic for the Cowboys to lose two in a row and just start to spiral for the season. So
3: for none of the reasons that Dan inarticulated yep. I, I agree with him that uh chargers will cover they have one of the best pass offenses in the league and even though the cowboys are five and all against the spread i'm going to predict a charger win in this game uh, which naturally makes them cover
1: okay i was wrong last week the cowboys were no match for the 49ers but they've had eight days to shake it off and they don't have the same bad blood with the chargers NFL fans know all too well that the relationship between Los Angeles and its football teams is no love story, so home field advantage is not a factor. I expect the Cowboys to make swift work of the Chargers. Math says by 7, we've got the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I can't use any of that, so I'm going to have to (laughs) delete it from the podcast. (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) This is a do-or-die game for the Cowboys. It might even be a do or die game for Dak Prescott, who the Cowboys fandom are already calling for Trey Lance. I don't believe the Dallas Cowboys have the grit, as Steve Young mentioned, to overcome their loss from last week. They have a soft-minded head coach, a soft-minded quarterback, and when things don't go right, last week is the result. I believe the wheels start coming off the wagon. I'm taking the Chargers. Let's uh, quickly move down the card. We have Baltimore three and a half point favorites, Versus Tennessee, I'm taking Baltimore.
2: I have
3: Tennessee. Tennessee.
0: Ravens. Atlanta, two and a half point favorites. Versus Washington, I have Atlanta.
3: Atlanta. Atlanta.
1: Commanders.
2: (laughs) Why?
0: (laughs) Why not? Minnesota, two and a half point favorites. At Chicago, I have Chicago.
2: Bears,
3: baby. Vikings are going to do it this week. Mm -mm.
0: This is the Vikings week. Cincinnati, two-and-a-half-point favorites versus Seattle. I have Cincinnati.
2: Ah, this one hurts me. I think Seattle might be for real. Seahawks. We've said that every week. It's never worked
3: out. Bengals.
0: Bengals have got it back. San Francisco, six-and-a-half-point favorites at Cleveland. I have San Francisco.
3: 49ers, baby. You guys are just a bunch of homeboys, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's showing. I am going with the Browns just to cover, but they're not going to win.
1: Niners.
0: New Orleans, one-and-a-half point favorite. At Houston, I have New Orleans.
2: New Orleans. Uh, Texans.
1: Texans.
0: Jacksonville, four-and-a-half point favorites versus Indianapolis. I have Indianapolis.
2: I'm going with the Jaguars. Home game in a home stadium they can't win in. So, Jaguars. Colts.
1: I don't like it,
0: but I got the Colts. Miami, 13-and-a-half point favorites versus Carolina. I have Miami.
2: Oh, <laughs> Miami all the way.
3: Yeah, Dolphins.
0: Dolphins. Detroit, three-and-a-half-point favorites at Tampa Bay. I have Detroit.
2: I also have Detroit. Uh, Bucks.
0: Lions. Las Vegas, three-and-a-half-point favorites versus New England. I have Las Vegas. Give me the Raiders.
2: Patriots.
0: Patriots. Los Angeles, six-and-a-half-point favorites versus Arizona. I have Los Angeles.
2: Um, What did you say I was uh, – how, how? what was my score in uh, picking the Cardinals games?
0: 0-5.
2: I am taking the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, to cover this mm-hmm. yeah, Rams
1: I believe you said I was bad both at the Rams And the Cardinals, I've got the Cardinals Philadelphia,
0: seven half point favorites At the New York Jets, I have the Jets
1: uh, This might just
2: be wishful thinking okay. uh, But I think the Jets cover The Eagles can't put anybody away No, this is,
3: uh, the Eagles are covering This one, and I've been 100% right On the Jets games, <laughs> apparently Oh, that,
1: is, <laughs> that true. is true I'm scared now Oh good, because I've got the Eagles <laughs>
0: Buffalo, fourteen and a half point favorites versus the New York Giants. Buffalo,
2: Buffalo, Buffalo,
0: Buffalo, and Dallas, two and a half point favorites at Chargers from San Diego. I have the Chargers.
2: Super Chargers, Chargers,
0: Lone Wolfin with the Cowboys. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Stay tuned for the next one, where I break down what happened in, where I break where I break down what happened. Got a one, two, one. Stay tuned for next episode when I break down what happened in week six.
2: And stay classy, San Diego.